This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Free speech lives here. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT HD, WOGL HD3, Philadelphia, a radio.com station. Now, from the Malamut and Associates Law Studios, it's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour. The Mortgage Mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right, good morning. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, The Mortgage Mom. Deanne Katsaris. How are you, Deanne? I'm doing great, Mark. How are you? Very, very good, because our boy Don Devlin called me this week. And we are very excited to be here on WPHT every Sunday morning at 9 o'clock and bring you all kinds of good news. And there is some good news going on about commercial, residential, commercial, real estate needs, economy needs, whatever. You can give me a call. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609-605-7153. And you can listen to this show and past shows at our webpage, goodnewsinrealestate.com, and at WPHT's website. So what are we talking about today? Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. We have our business tips with Asking Dr. A. Very good. We also have Mark's funny story. Got one for you. And we also have our mortgage mom topic. Which is what? Is an FHA loan really for me? Hmm. What do you think? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark. We also have our questions on today's show. How many photos should I have with my listing to get the most showings? That's a good one. Next question is, I'm in business. I'm in a business that keeps going through the hills and valleys that I have heard about you talk about. What is your advice? (laughs) That's a whole nother show. Stay on the hills. (laughs) (laughs) I'm interested in buying new construction, but they won't give me a contingency agreement. What could happen if I don't sell my existing house? Mm, We have one like that not too long ago. Yeah. The next question um, is, is it common practice for a real estate broker to mail, email, paperwork to sign with no one to explain what you are actually signing yeah that's a problem and mark today we have our guest her name is maria quattrone from remax at home and she's here to talk about us what what buyers want what buyers want very good they want it all i don't blame them we also have our topic of the day patriotic retirement this is my idea i'm going to like send to the president (laughs) Okay. 
Um, but first, give us your motivational quote. And the motivational quote is, the greatest glory in living lies not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. So you always fail forward, and you just got to keep getting up. That's what you got to do. And with Very good. All right? So where are we at? So, Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is the bell. And I'll tell you, you know, Phil, we, we're starting to come out of this thing. We're at 25%. That's not going to cut it, Governor Wolf. You got to go to like 50 and above. It's time to open up everything. It's too, going on too long. And then did you see historic thing that happened this week? The president signed that whole thing with the Middle East. That might change the Middle East. No more peace in the Middle East. That could be possibly a really good thing. But anyway, back to real estate. So why you assume this year's turbulence may have deterred buyers from making moves? We're actually seeing it hasn't slowed down our home buyers at all. Recent Wall Street Journal report found that more than 9 out of 10 economists surveyed believe the recovery has already begun this quarter and will even be higher in the third quarter. Experts have echoed thoughts on housing stating that the real estate market will most likely play the opposite of a role of what it did in the Great Recession. This time, it will help stimulate the economy and bring us out of the, uh, the slowdown even faster. And while buying or selling homes provides both personal satisfaction and financial benefit, it, it's equally important to let your clients know that it stimulates the economy also. And... And real estate is actually driving, is one of the biggest drivers in this economy. According to Freddie Mac, purchase demand activity is up over 20% from a year ago, the highest since January 2009. Mortgage rates have hit another record low due to declining inflationary pressures, putting many home buyers in the buying mood. I'm telling you, I'm in the buying mood, man. I'm in the buying mood for a few things a boat <laughs> and a few other things. <laughs> Uh, combined with the low inventory, that's driving competitive market even more because uh, the inventory is low. I, th I looked at it today. It was like around 4000 in Philly. But it's allowing homeowners to sell for increased profit. Uh, they can reinvest these earnings in a new home. First-time buyers are looking to own a first home. There's never been a more crucial time to be pre-approved and ready to act as soon as you find the home of your dreams. You have to be ready to pull the trigger because you're going to have lots of competition. While prospective buyers are returning to the market in masses, there's still one piece of the equation that remains skeptical. Sellers. And I blame this on the agents. If if all the agents would, have to, would be calling up their databases and telling these sellers what a great time it is to sell, we'd have a lot more inventory on the market because I run into people all the time and they have no clue. And I tell them what's going on and they go, really? 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 Because the media right. never talks about our market. And understandably, many of those who are thinking of selling this year have put their plans on here on hold because of the virus. But the equity is growing, home values are appreciating, and the economists are forecasting that real estate will not only finish 2020 strong, but keep growing in strength into 2021. So it's all good news, as usual on our show because we're all positive That's all the right. time so tell us about the rates speaking about good more good news we have our 30-year fixed conventional at 2.75 percent 
We have our 15-year fix at 2.625%. And you have your 30-year FHA, which is 2.75%. So again, Mark, these rates are crazy. That's right. And the greatest accountant in the world, Mr. Don Devlin, I'm, I told him I want to refi, so we're working on a couple little projects, and then I'm gonna awesome. I'm gonna get this I'm gonna refi mine again because the rates you can't pass this up. You can't pass up these rates. Call Deanne Katsaris and save five hundred bucks a month. Really. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio twelve ten WPHT. All positive, all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more after the break and this message from Debt Free Living. Learn more at wehatedebt.com. Hi, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all of the time. So where are we at, Deanne? Mark, we're up to your funny So story. I got one for you, a realtor story. So this realtor, right, he's sick and tired of going to work every day, struggling while his wife just stays home. Every night when he comes home, he she would do nothing but complain, so he decided it would be a good idea for her to see what really went through and how tough sales are, right? So that night he, he praised to God. I want my life to, I want my wife to know what I go through at work every day. Please swap our bodies for a day. And in God's infinite power, he grants the salesman's wish. Next morning, sure enough, the salesman is awoke as his wife. He gets out of bed. He makes breakfast for his partner, woke up the kids, set out their clothes, fed them breakfast, packed the lunches, drove them to school, came home, picked up the dry clean, took it to the dry cleaner, stepped out, stopped at the bank, take out some cash, paid bills, went shopping for groceries, came home, put them away, and... By then, it was after 1, 1 p.m., he quickly made all the beds, the laundry, vacuumed, dusted, swept, mopped the floors, drove to school, picked the kids up, got in an argument with them in the car on the way home, made a batch of cookies, helped the kids do their homework, then set up the iron board, watched TV while he did the, did the ironing, and then at 5 began... Dinner already prepared, the vegetables start to roast, whipped up the dessert. After dinner, he cleaned the kitchen, filled the dishwasher, folded the laundry, bathed the kids, put them to bed, and at 9 p.m. was completely exhausted and thought he could finally put his feet up and rest. And that's when it, she wanted to make ex wild, passionate love, which he managed to get through without complaint. Next morning, he awoke and immediately knelt down to the bed. He said, oh, my God. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I was so wrong thinking my wife had it easier than me of staying home all day. He goes, please, please, let us swap back now how it was. And God in his infinite wisdom said, my son, I feel you have learned a valuable lesson and I'll be happy to change things back to the way you are. But you'll have to wait another nine months because you got pregnant last night. Sales can be tough, but be careful what you ask for. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that Mark. was a pretty good one, I thought, man. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a funny story you'd like to hear on our show, send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. And now it's time for the Mortgage Mom segment with the end. Kat Cyrus, the Mortgage Mom. And I am not sure what her topic is. Yeah, see, knew this I was happening. I had it written down, man. Shocking. But it happened. 
Shock it's something to do with game, uh, but it's a myth refis. too. Is that what it is? Or FHA? No, it does not. What, all right. What, all what right. was? So is an FHA loan for me? There you go. And it's for me. So I want. And it's for you. It's not for you. All right. So the reason I want to bring this up is over the past couple of weeks, I have a lot of buyers that have been recently calling. And I've gone over that an FHA loan was probably going to be the best loan for them. And they said, no, I'm not going to qualify for that because that's basically just for first time home buyers. Right. And you need to understand that an FHA loan is not for first time home buyers. You just can't have two FHA loans at the same time. And your FHA loan is going to be only for a primary residence. So we're not buying an FHA loan as a second home. We're not buying an FHA loan as an investment property. Right. The FHA loan is through the Federal Housing Administration, and it allows you to put a minimum of 3.5% down. The reason I am such a big fan of the FHA loan is because I have buyers that are single right now, whether um, they're not married or it's somebody that's just going to be solely occupying the home. They're purchasing duplexes right now, Mark, with three and a half percent down. They're using 75% of the other rental income to qualify them. Okay. They're staying in the house for, let's call it a minimum of two years. And at the end of that two years, they've reported that income on their tax returns. Right. Now we're converting that loan into a conventional loan. Right now, now we're qualifying them off of both rental income. Right. Okay, so you have both units. We're using 75% of both of the information, both of the rental income, and they can purchase now a conventional or another FHA loan because we've converted that FHA to conventional. I've been telling a lot of students if they haven't bought a house, do this buy a duplex. I, I always go over this scenario with them. You know, live for free. Yes. And the other thing, the other advantage is that we can get up to a 6% seller concession, which is a credit towards your closing yep. costs. Now, in today's market, is it a little bit more difficult? Absolutely. But out there. what do we always say? What if? What do we always say? If you don't ask? The no. Right. Credit scores since the pandemic have gone up to 640. We used to be able to do an FHA loan with as little as a 580 credit score. But... But now we're up to a 640. Right. So again, FHA loan through the Federal Housing Administration, minimum down payment is three and a half percent. It is not for first-time home buyers. Minimum credit score is a 640. And what we call our ratios, which we get into a lot, our ratios can be a little bit higher with your FHA loan. So if anybody has questions, I'll be happy to answer them. As always, just give me a call at 609 605 Seven one five three. That's a great topic because I I tell all the students in my school about this because they have no idea. Like they could buy something for about two fifty in the Northeast or somewhere, but I tell them to buy a two by two because they're a lot easier to rent and you get a higher rent. Like in my neighborhood, well, people don't know what a two by two uh, is. Two units with two, two bedrooms, bedrooms, two units and two right. bedrooms in each unit. But in my neighborhood, they're getting like fourteen to sixteen hundred a month rent for one of those. So right. times two. So like you're one of them's going to pay your mortgage completely, and you might even make a few bucks. And after two years, yeah, it's a win -win. After two years, you got both of them coming in as income. Right. It's a great. It's a great move. 
I'm glad you agreed with my topic. I agree. Thanks. Very. Okay. I was very agreeable. <laughs> okay. All right. So now let's go into our question and answer segment. All right. How many photos should I have with my listing to get the most showings? Well, I remember back in the days when you first got your license, you probably could only put up like one. But like uh, now, I got, a few years ago, they went, went up to 25. I don't even know what it is now. You could probably put up 50 pictures. But I know for a fact, the more photos you have, the more people will view. Yeah, and they've also been doing Zoom photos. Yeah, virtual tours. Um, they've been doing virtual. Yeah. I mean, just with my house, I sold my house doing a Zoom call. Right. Just taking the phone, walking through the house with Zoom, answering questions, which was great because they got to speak to me directly. I could tell them what's included, what's not in included. Um, and I it, I didn't come off as the realtor. I was just the seller. Right. So it worked out really you well. you got to have more. We know how it ended, yeah, yeah, right? We, we yeah, know how it ended. Yeah, you back. <laughs> Chickened out. Canceled the contract. But, uh, but you should always have more than one. Like that, once in a while, I still list, see listings with one photo, which is ridiculous. The ones that crack me up the most is there's like four or five photos, but they never took one of the outside of the house. They they started talking, must have rode away and just forgot and took all inside shots and no outside shot. What's the next one? All right. Next question is, I am in a business and I keep going through hills and valleys that I've heard you talk about. What is your advice? So, Mark, I'm thinking that they're in the real estate business. It doesn't matter what the business is. Most small businesses do this because of the 80-20 rule. They get caught up in the stuff, running the business, doing the stuff. That's not what gets you the business. The 20%, getting the actual client is what keeps you out of the valleys. A lot of agents and a lot of small business people, uh, it like say, pick a contractor, for example. He gets a deal to rehab a house. He gets focused on that house for a month or two. And, and they work on this house every day. And in the meantime, they're not working on getting any new business. And then when that business is over, they're in the valley. Agents do it. Lots of agents do it. You know, oh, all of a sudden they send out an Eagle schedule, postcard, a calendar, whatever. They get some more business and then they work on that business and then they're in a the valley again. The key is understanding the 80-20 rule. Stay in the 20%. Do the lead generation every day, first thing, and then do the stuff. Like in real estate, showing the houses and going on listings and all, that's all 80% work. You wouldn't have had that if you didn't have the client. Getting the client to 20%. And it's hard to do because, you know, my son is new in the business and he's got a pipeline. He's doing a ton of refinances, but he's got to understand that if you don't keep going out there, and hitting the database and doing doing that twenty percent, you're going to run out of business. Yeah, and then you're in a and now and then you're in a valley. Yeah, and now I mean we have an amazing assistant with us, um, Edith. She's been with us over a month, you know. And there's things that she can do to help him as well. But he's like, no, no, I got it. I could do it really quick. And that's not the point. You got to learn to leverage what you need to let go that's of. Right. right, and that's one of. The, I mean, I know all about that. Mark. Uh, yeah, you've been through it a couple of times, <laughs> and. Uh, and, and leveraging is key. It's like me with the school. Yeah. There's no way I could run all these classes at all these different schools by myself. See, you got to trust right. people that do that 80%. What's the next one? Yeah, it's hard. I mean, it just. Yeah, some it's people hard. have a hard it's time. A they want to have their hands on everything. 
Yeah, I still do. All right, question number three. I'm interested in buying new construction, but they won't give me a contingency agreement. What happens if I don't sell my existing house? Then you got a problem here. You're gonna have to. You got to do some kind of bridge loan, some other solution. But you're making two mortgage payments. Yeah. Is, is the bottom. Yeah, line. the bottom line is you could be stuck with two houses. Uh, right. You got to be careful when you sign these contracts. But in this market, that shouldn't be much of a problem if the house you're selling's in decent shape and it's priced right. The only way you could screw that is if you're asking too much or the property has problems. Otherwise, there's tons of buyers, not enough listings. What's the next one? All right, question number four. Is it common practice for a real estate broker to mail, email, paperwork, to sign with no explanation of what I am signing? Well, unfortunately, it's starting to happen a lot. So I remember I had a license so long, I remember when faxes were became legal and you could fax stuff now e-sign e-doc and you know and then some of these agents are so busy they just email you over a contract with a bunch of spots for you to just click pick your signature and check 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 and all of a sudden you got like uh this really complicated agreement of sale and does this agents stay on the phone with you for a half an hour and explain every page and some of them don't and then you know i i you know one of the lines at the end of that contract says you have read and understand this whole agreement of sale if you just went in there and click 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 clicked and nobody explained it to you that can be an issue yeah and it's a little more difficult i mean right now with COVID because we haven't been able to meet in person so what's worked out really well, Mark, is, you know, I definitely don't want my clients signing stuff that they don't understand. So we've been able to do Zoom call, share the screen, and basically go through the documents one by one, explaining them. We, I'm still doing it with the closing package so that it. everybody and understands it. You can do it. it over the phone. It's not a problem. You just got to stay on the phone long. But I mean, I... Yeah, but people like to see your face I know, and but like that little personal intervention. you do is Zoom. Do a Zoom with them. But I mean, yeah, that's what I'm some agents, though, I've seen it happen. They just send all this stuff over. And these people, you know, they pick their signature and click, 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 click. And not a lot of an explanation. And, you know, that phone call was a couple minutes long. If I wanted it out of that contract and I had a good real estate attorney and I was in court and say, Judge, look, here's the phone records. That he that whole explanation of that whole agreement took uh, two minutes and 20 seconds. And I, I think you would have a case, a leg to stand on. We got time for another one? We don't, Mark, because we are heading into our guest segment. Um, and that's, we're going we're gonna to go back out, do some commercials, come back in. And when we come back, we are honored today to have Maria Quattrone from Remax at Home. And she's going to talk to us about what buyers want. Right, very good. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. But first, a word from one of our home team partners, Remax, and Alan Stassen, who's famous for being a Philadelphia real estate expert. 
All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So where are we at, Dan? Mark, we're up to our guest segment, and we have Maria Quattrone from Maria Quattrone and Associates from Remax at Home. Pardon. Here to talk about what buyers are looking for since COVID. COVID. How are you, Maria? So welcome, Maria. How are you? Hi. Hi, Dan. Hi, Mark. How are you today? I I, we are fabulous. Now, I know you're doing good because I hear a lot of, I always see your name in town and, and how much business your office does. So I know you guys are really rocking and rolling. We're rocking and rolling. <laughs> Making it happen. <laughs> Zooming away. That's right. There you go. So, Maria, tell us. A- go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I just had to hurry up and get some people out of the office so I could talk to you, good people. <laughs> so I'm really excited to be with you, you here today. Excellent. So tell us what buyers are looking for since this whole COVID thing happened. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So imagine you've uh, been in your house for months on end and you recognize the inadequacy of your home and you think, wow, I need more space. I need a dedicated office space because I am working from my dining room table and my husband is working from the basement (laughs) and we never had a dedicated office space. So dedicated office space, 35% of current home buyers are looking for that. Um, Also, they're looking for um, a quarter, quarter of them are looking for bigger yards. So they want more space to spread out. They want to have a place where the kids can run around, the dogs, the pets, the chickens. Chickens. (laughs) (laughs) And they want a less dense neighborhood. So what does that mean? That means maybe if they live in in the center of a city, maybe they want to go to a suburb, or maybe they live in a very dense city, maybe like New York City, and they want to come to Philadelphia because it's less dense than New York. So it all is, um, it's based upon where they are at now and what their needs are. They really have changed, you know, pretty dramatically. So you don't realize how much you either love or hate your home until you're in it for three months straight. (laughs) That's a good point, too. (laughs) Yeah, because, like, I just, like, the last 160 days, I've been even planning, like, I have an office and all in my house and a studio, but where I'm redoing my bar downstairs because, like, I'm around all the time. (laughs) I'm always on Zoom or on the phone. Yeah, and it's funny because I went back to the office yesterday. Um, As I mentioned, you know, I have a new assistant, and I took her yesterday, and and I said, so how's it feel to have a real desk today? And she says, well, your kitchen table is my desk, so it's (laughs) either one is fine. And Marie, and that's the reality. Like we're totally set up. And Marie, your office is in Center City, correct? Yes, yeah. we are located at the corner of Twenty First and South Streets, and I've actually been back in my office since uh, the end of May. So you've been going, but it's weird. Like town is so dead. Like so. Like I worked in city council for fourteen years, and and town was always so bustling, and now it's like. Harley, not much traffic. It's crazy. Yeah, well, you know, it, it has been. But I will say the last few weeks walking around the city, it seems like every week we're moving more in a positive direction of more people coming out. So 
since the summer, uh, the unofficial end of the summer was last week, we have more people that have come back from the shore that now um, the restaurants have sidewalk cafes. Some have put nice planters out there and lights, and it's restaurant week this weekend next. So if you have an opportunity yeah. to come see the restaurants in Center City, and, you know, that's been a, an industry that's been hit probably one of the hardest um, outside of the airline industry and tourism. I think that's probably the, the hardest hit. But it would be good, a nice opportunity, uh, of course, safely, of course, to come and visit one of the restaurants in and town. At least they got, Absolutely. you know, they're up to, they allow in 25 percent in and they said by the 21st maybe 50 percent inside which i think they should just do now anyway but the deaths are so low but i'm not running the state so i <laughs> not yet anyway <laughs> <laughs> well it's actually really interesting i travel well pre pre-covid i would we travel to europe quite a bit and I feel like we have a little sense of uh, the U Europe in the center city cafes because they've closed the street on 18th Street at Sampson to Walnut and then from Locust to Walnut. And, um, and 13th Street's also closed. I know there's some additional um, streets throughout the city. But also, so it's nice because it, it does actually feel like you're in like one of the little towns in 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 Italy or in France, cool. and I uh, just for a minute I thought I was anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great, and and that's true. So if you can go out and partake in, you know, in Restaurant Week and take advantage and help all the local restaurants, um, we definitely want to do that. So, what's your opinion, we'll Marie, on the next couple months? What do you see happening with buyers and sellers? So there's a couple things going on. One, you know, the suburbs are, are doing very, very well. Areas that have that are less dense are doing very well. Uh, the lower end of the market is still holding holding strong. Uh, you know, under five hundred thousand um, in Center City, um, core and surrounding areas. But I will tell you, buyers want turnkey properties. They you know, they want a vacant home if possible. They want something that's brand new, rehab. Um, they want possibly new construction. All of those those three things, why? People say, why? Why now? Because there's no germs. I mean, COVID's still a real thing for a lot of people. I know there's some the group, there's three groups, right? There's the ones who are, are still deathly afraid, the middle, and then the people that, you know, they don't, they're not going for it anymore. And but we still have to look at the realities, and and people are afraid of of germs, and so those vacant properties, definitely in the best condition, are selling uh, the fastest. And then the higher end of the market, we've had more homes come on the month of in August in Philadelphia County over nine hundred thousand than we had this time last year, over fifty percent more. Um, we have much more inventory than we've had in probably a decade in the higher end. So I think we're going to see some of those pricing uh, because based on inventory alone, um, there's going to be some downward pressure on pricing. And the rental market, that's really tight too. Yeah, we just got a, a flyer actually yesterday in a box of cookies from a um, – one of the rental buildings over in the art museum area and offering uh, a couple months free rent. And um, they want a co-broker. They want a co-broker with other agents to bring 
renters to their building. So I think you're going to see that the market is going to, you know, be musical chairs because if the prices come down and they can get something cheaper in Center City, why be in the outskirts of Center City right. in Kensington or in Fishtown or Fishtown, you right. know? And, and like, like New York's having a major problem with because of the tax scenarios and all that. They got all kinds of vacancies. But in Philly, I was just reading a few reports this week on how much new construction of new apartment buildings is happening. I think there's three major uh, developments going to be taking place in the one at Penn's Landing. I think they're going to put three rental big buildings there. And uh, and then the Toll Brothers one. And I think there's two more in the works. All apartments. Well, there's quite a bit. I would be surprised if that big project in on 95 actually came to fruition. We'll see. They've been, they screwed that one up from the very beginning, but uh, it's better than a basketball stadium. I I, I, it's a huge, it's a huge, <laughs> it's a huge project. Yeah. And I don't think that we've seen um, too much of anything yet in regards to the real estate market and what is going to come down the line. So I think it'll be interesting to see if that actually happens. Yeah, we it will be. So, Marie, tell everybody how to get a hold of you. You know what? You can reach me directly. Text me. Call me on my cell. It's 215-694-3903. Or you can email, email me at maria at callmq.com and you have a website and name of your office too so everybody knows yeah remax at home and it's maria quattrone and associates and i am the owner and i would be thrilled to speak with you uh, whether in regards to buying or selling real estate very good she also responds <clears throat> to the bat signal too right when we put the bat signal the bat up signal. we come out to rescue <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much, yeah, Maria. Thanks, I'm Marie. so glad Great you were time. on the show. Yeah, it was nice to have you yeah, on. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity, Deanne and Mark. I appreciate right, it. We'll stay in touch. Absolutely. All right, thank you. All right, bye-bye. All, right, bye. All right, so what's coming up next, Deanne? So coming up next is our topic of the day. All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. All positive all the time. Thanks to Marie. We'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at mortgagemom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, all positive all the time. So where are we at, end? Mark, we're up to the topic of the day, which is patriotic retirement. Now, I read this, and I'm just going to do this. This is not like a serious topic, but anyway, it was a letter that somebody wrote. And it said, Dear Mr. President, please find below my suggestions for fixing America's economy coming out of COVID instead of giving billions of dollars to companies that will squander the money on lavish parties and unearned bonuses. Use the following plan, and you could call it the Patriotic Retirement Plan, which I am not into. I like this idea. There's about 40 million people over 50 years old in the workforce. Pay them all. $1 $1 million apiece in severance for early retirement with the following stipulations. 
They must retire. You get a check for a million dollars. 40 million job openings out of the gate. Unemployment goes up. I mean, goes down. People get jobs. And, you know, good jobs. They must buy an American-made car. So 40 million cars are ordered. Auto industry gets a big bump. They must either buy a house or pay off their mortgage. And, the, and housing takes off even more. And P.S., if more money is needed, have all the members just pay their taxes. And Mr. President, while you're at it, <laughs> make Congress retire on Social Security and Medicare. And both of those programs will get fixed and be a lot better. I thought that was a great letter. I mean, the money that they're talking about, like right now, they're battling over, what, 300 bucks a week more on unemployment? And one side wants trillions, the other wants billions. This is $40 million. And that does a lot. No, you're right. Forty I like million. It. I, I, I like am it. for this. I, somebody should send this to whoever's going to be president and make it happen. What do you mean, somebody? You found the letter. I think you can send it. I can send I'm it. I'm not signing my name to I it, but you it. can. You know. <laughs> All right, Dan. Where are we at? So, Mark, we're up to our segment with Dr. Abelson, and we are going to talk about has our profile, our disc assessment, changed since we have been going through COVID. That's an interesting one. Doctor, are you there? I most certainly am, and that's a great question. So thanks, Dan. Uh, that will be an individual difference type of thing. If people are experiencing a lot of stress, uh, then what could happen is they could become more intense on their profile, typically that they, that they uh, were before, um, or uh, that, that they are like naturally with, when they're by themselves or with people who they highly trust. Um, because what will happen is, is they'll, they'll, they'll just exaggerate that particular D, I, S, or C a little bit more when they're, when they're under stress. So it's, it's interesting. Now, not everybody's under stress under COVID. I was just listening to, uh, uh, to uh, uh, a, uh, one of the franchises having their conference right now, and I was in there all morning. And uh, they were looking at uh, demographics and, and what's happening professionally uh, because the financial institutions typically are doing fine right now. Right. It's the hospitality industry that's, that's crashed. Yes. So, so there's going to be a lot more stress in the hospital, you know, if the person's in the hospitality field or was in the hospitality field, so somebody had have been, have been laid off or lost their jobs versus somebody who's in the financial uh, industry because uh, the people that have, a lot of wealth right now are doing just fine right. because they're taking advantage of, of certain aspects. So they're not going to be feeling the same stress that somebody who lost their job or has been laid off or who has been brought back. And then all of a sudden things start getting worse again, where they might get laid off. again. That's right. And so a lot and of it depends on six, what, what their stress factor and is. And 60% of the unemployed was in the hotel restaurant industry. And it's actually interesting in a Abelston profile, you have your natural style, and then you have your adaptive style where you're under stress. So some people are going to be in that under stress scenario during this whole period. Like the eyes, I, I, would, I would think a high eye personality being stuck in the house for 160 days would be driving them crazy. You know, <laughs> well, what they're doing is they're having they're having Zoom meetings or, or webinars where they're drinking wine, you know, on Friday <laughs> afternoons. You know, so so they're 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 trying to party on Zoom, which is much different. Okay, we start that so, on and, Monday. And, <laughs> well, 
it, you know, it's five o'clock anywhere, you know, in the world. So you make any excuse for when you want to have a drink. But but what happens is, you know, people that are in 10 C's don't want to participate in that because, hey, that's not me. Right. right? And then they wind up offending people that are in 10 I's because why doesn't everybody want to have a glass of wine with me? You know, you know, type, type of thing. So all that kind of stuff is going on. But the I's are having a hard time with this or potentially having a hard time because they don't have the opportunity of getting out and interacting with a lot of people. Or they are doing that, but then they might be feeling some additional stress because they're not sure whether they're going to get COVID because they're not following the distancing rules or the mask rules. So there's all kinds of different nuances and different things going on right now, and it depends on, on how you deal with it. Now, the key is know thyself, all right, um, and uh, try to use that with how you make decisions regarding what you do. But as important, know the other people that you are with and have tolerance for them. Right. Okay. To make sure that if you're an intense I, you don't expect an intense C to be having a drink with you over a Zoom meeting. They're not going to want to do it. I have. Or with an, if it's somebody's an intense D, okay, they're not going to want to have this chit chat. They might even want to talk about politics, even if they disagree with. I you. had a weird. I had a thing with my accountant today, and he he's an accountant. Now I think he would Don Devlin the best accountant in the world, I would think he's like a really high C. And he starts out every conversation with me. How you doing? I'm having a great day. And I'm always stressed out (laughs) with my bookkeeper on the line. I dread these meetings. But at the end of them, I always feel good because he's so good. But he, oh, but that's why he's like, know because he knows that everybody comes in and he's like, takes the stress right out of it. And, and plus, he does a great job. I mean, he's a great accountant. But uh, he, I, I always expect him to be like Mister C and like right down to business. And he doesn't. He doesn't. You know, it's, he's he's always energetic and uh, and makes me feel better. <laughs> and I'm a D. And, and as long as Mark feels better, I'm we good. all We're good. feel better. <laughs> good. All right, so doctor, tell everybody how to get a hold of you. It's real easy. Just uh, email me at A-B-E-L-S-O-N at A-B-E-L-S-O-N dot net or just go to our website, www.ableson.net. All right. Very good, doctor. Thank you. Very good. Thank you, Dr. A. All right. My pleasure. Take care and be safe. All right. Be, safe. be well. All right. All right. If you if you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at 8029 at Comcast dot net. Or give them a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at deannekatsaris at comcast.net. Or give me a call at 609-605-7153. And a special thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in every week and listening to the show and our sponsors for keeping us on the air. And if you want to be a sponsor and be part of our show, give us a call on Talk Radio. We just want to keep you informed. I know we got a lot of people calling us every week, and you know the show's been on for eleven years, so we're our audience is growing. So with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Kitsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All, all positive, positive, all the time. The time. 
for listening to Good News in Real Estate, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Kraus at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded. When we make a profit, you see it. Better rates, fewer fees, and we give back to the community all the things that you want from a financial institution. Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours.